Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a new old order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who insists on executing people, and the other who thinks the people should do it themselves. Efficiency. That's the motto. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my greeting again. I know I, I know I semi-rehearsed it before we start, but I'm Sebastian of the United States of World America, title pending. We just discussed this. Yeah, uh, it's, it, on my sheet it says title, then name. And I looked down, I was like, I don't have a title. I do, actually. I'm a tag team champion. I I'm do a tag team champion, no. Sebastian of the United States of World America. <laughs> Fixed it. Well, I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, congratulations. You've picked the exact right time to do it. Uh, each Episode week- 117. <laughs> That's not right. This will be three. 103. Oh, this is we round up and said America because we're used to our dollar being more than everyone else's. Liz, don't think too it's hard about it. not how it works. Don't think too hard about it. It's fine. Are you used to some sort of base 14 counting system? You know how there's the metric system in the imperial system? We have a third kind of system. <laughs> <laughs> Where as World America, we have blended the two together so no one feels left out. I see. Okay, uh, so each week we deal with issues from our virtual nations hosted on nationstates.net and we try to uh, fix them according to our own set of political ideals. Uh, Some are more successful than others and some are just bad. Yeah, there's a lot of stepping backwards. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a way to blend the word imperial and metric so I can just decide what my new... (laughs) <laughs> system is so immetrial oh, that, that was one of the ideas that came into mind but I want something that's a little bit rougher on the tongue ah yeah really Im- leaning Im- into this bit impetric impetric's pretty good it also sounds like if you have an impetric personality that people wouldn't like you yeah, <laughs> yeah. or perhaps an impulsive personality wouldn't want one of those leading a country would we no you wouldn't you want to have thought and a strategy <laughs> okay <laughs> Australia. <laughs> so, so we're going with impetric system. Oh my god! Stop talking about this. <laughs> impetric. Yep. Good. A, a switch in time kills nine. Oh, impetricule. Impetricule. That Impet- sounds awful. A Impet- tragic train derailment recently resulted <laughs> oh, no, in the untimely <laughs> death of nine people. Well, shouldn't we? Hi, hear me out. I don't know. We, we've been speaking for ten minutes about impetrial and whatever Dad, the hell that means. Maybe in your imperial system, it's been ten minutes. Metric. Sure. Um, I figured if this is like a little season break, we take 10 seconds just to explain um, to new listeners what the whole deal is. Oh, you already did that. I wasn't listening. Is that that look you give me? I was busy on the impetricurial system. Leave me alone. You know, there's did a we, flow. Did we do this? There's a flow. Did we do this, Potter? 
There's a, there's a narrative that we're trying to tell. I think I'm living the narrative. And you're the, the little child in the back of the auditorium shouting every 30 seconds, look at the dragon I drew. What colour is it? <laughs> you drew it. <laughs> it's purple. It doesn't matter because the man on stage is saying something important. There has been a train derailment. Oh, God. And investigators have noted that the accident occurred the morning after daylight saving time went into effect and concluded that it was likely due to the conductor fatigue from the time change. You've shifted my... I've shifted my schedule by an hour to discuss the matter. This is actually a genuine phenomenon. Mm Mm-hmm. Where there is a sharp rise in accidental... and issues, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and suicides for that matter on the day of a change back... Well, just think of all the job interviews you were late for and now all your lives are ruined. (laughs) Three options. It's high time we made a change, declares somnologist Dr. Van Winkle, pouring himself a second cup of coffee. The fact is, our work days are longer are no longer slaves to the sun and moon, and so our body clock shouldn't be either. The interruption of the circadian rhythm and resultant accident risk are demonstrably deadly. Make this change, and you'll be a legend in your own time. What is he proposing? Did I miss that? That we get rid of daylight savings. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, that's basically it. So, interrupting the circadian rhythm. Do you know the latitude of Zane Australia? I do not. No, the latitude of Australia. Because, because I've never seen it on an actual map because uh, it exists solely on the internet. Oh, I see. Where there is no latitude. Yeah. Which, because generally speaking, tropical and subtropical countries don't, don't need it. Don't need it and don't have it. Queensland has never had it. In fact, Finally. there's only ever been a push for Southeast Queensland to implement it because of the, the heavy trade the yeah. Gold Coast does with, with New South Wales. Other than that... It kind of seems a bit. But then pointless. the twenty-five hour cafe would have to close or oh, change no. its name <laughs> to the to the mostly twenty-five hour cafe. <laughs> Once again, our ancestors were way ahead of their time, proclaims Woody Venkman, a patchouli-scented, bushy-bearded historian. The future of Australia is sundials, and they should be uh, the only clocks that our nation uses. We'll always be in harmony with the natural beat of the sun and the inherent sleep rhythms, no matter what our specific space-time location is. Yes, a slight difference in each city's clocks might make the train timetables and computers such and such trivialities a little bit useless, but... Isn't synchronicity with the universe more important than an artificial obsession with seconds and minutes? Surely if you wanted synchronicity with the universe, you would be trying to find the ultimate universal system. Yeah, you want quantum time. <laughs> so you're down to the, to the, to the nanomillisecond. Yeah. Mm. Or just something that is completely untethered from our you know, regular six o'clock wake up, yeah. 12 o'clock noon, you know, ha- have lunch rhythm and call it something else. Why well, don't when we're just fixing this, we just push back standard business hours so everyone gets to sleep in and no one kills themselves. <laughs> no one can start work before 10 a.m. Well, everything in Zane Australia is government mandated. Zane, you can make this happen. Not everything, just 60% of things. <laughs> so as as and the <laughs> government, you should set the example. Option number three. So, sorry, I have read over option number one again, and I think that is it's time to shift away from linking times to day-night. So, it's kind of taking daylight saving to... 
taking so it is going away from daylight savings but it's kind of like we don't need to work during the day and sleep during the night we can just the, do the data on whether or not daylight savings should remain in effect or, or go into effect everywhere or be completely abolished there's actually not much of a difference between the benefits and disadvantages of both sides of the argument what if hear me out here you're gonna think this is crazy we shave three days of every hour, have 21-hour days, and then collate those an extra three day, three hours each day into an eighth day, giving everyone a three-day weekend and they won't kill themselves. But then you'll have to change all the clocks to 21-hour clocks. Yeah, that's, well, that's fine. Or they'll, or they'll get, get to nine o'clock and, and then just, just swing back. <laughs> <laughs> Option number three. How many extra hours am I talking about? It was three times and which, seven, which 21. Three, it's perfect. Which three hours would you cut out? The last three. So obviously one day you'll, like you'll wake up and it will be like middle of the night collectively by like Friday. No, surely you'd want to cut out like 1.30am to 4.30am because nothing yeah, really useless, interesting happens yeah. there. That's sleep hours though. That's the problem. You've got to cut out productivity ah. hours here. So we're talking about cutting between 12 and 3. Well, you don't want to no cut one that. works for lunch. It's great. <laughs> you don't get lunch. Yeah. Because <laughs> you skipped it. Think of the weight loss benefits this will have. No one's having lunch. Just solve your entire nation. Not the problem, the nation. That's actually a slightly brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Slim, slightly. Down, <laughs> slim down the whole country by forbidding them from having a meal. <laughs> you mean, that's, that's remarkable. It is. It's, it's visionary. Yeah, people would or, be scared to or, go with that idea because they're weak. Hear me out. Soylent green. <laughs> if people are dead and food, they can't complain about being alive and awake. Option number three. No, not the railways. Gasped my minister for the environment and amateur <laughs> ferroequinologist Bruce Colson, who's currently wearing a worn-out conductor's hat. Look, I hate to derail this whole train of thought, but daylight savings is not the only a cultural part of what makes us Australian. It also holds a valuable role in energy conservation. With it in place, Australians use, Australians use less lighting during the summer evenings and even less heat during winter mornings. You should not only keep it, but you should make sure that all who do business in Australia are compliant with it. The biggest issue with the change in daylight savings seems to be when it happens. Because it's incredible how these things come about, but everybody who is on daylight savings takes it between two and three on a Sunday night. Mm. Way to wreck your Monday. so, So for the Monday, you are... You know, completely, completely out of out of sorts when you when you come live again. There's been a there's been a push, I think, in England um, or the states to simply move that to a Sunday night, yeah. so you have the Sunday to adjust, leaving leaving your Sunday night into Monday morning as refreshing as it normally is. I have a better and just greater idea than that. I'm going to think a bit more big picture. So you're all familiar. Let's with- shave a minute of every single hour. <laughs> For the or, whole of summer. Or, I considered that, but this is, this is worse. Destroy the sun. <laughs> He's got it. No. So daylight savings, that hour change, is effectively a very mi- minor version of jet lag, right? Like it's yeah. the same issue. What if we just send everyone overseas for a week and then they come back and have to all readjust to actual jet lag and they don't notice the hour difference? That's perfect. If somebody's a little bit warm, you know, get them on a plane and send them to somewhere cooler. Just I'm saying, just get, evacuate the entire country. And then you get all the energy savings because they're not turning on 
the air conditioning at home. That's or brilliant. instead of putting it forward or back an hour, put it forward or back 23 hours. So no matter what they do, they're missing a whole day. <laughs> Saturday, Monday. <laughs> That'll teach them for complaining. Or just change the calendar. Just when it starts to get a little bit warm in October in Australia, just make everybody write down that it's May. That's true. And they won't feel the heat. Why don't we just keep the country perpetually at Christmas in December? <laughs> Everyone's buying Christmas presents all the time. Your economy goes booming and it's cold all year round, Perfect. assuming that you're on an American climate. Perfect, right? And if you're not in an American climate all the year round, um, I don't know, maybe maybe they should just kill no, themselves. No, Seb, you cannot beat reality. <laughs> I still think my idea it's of sending everyone overseas is the best idea. <laughs> that way they'll come back and they won't even notice our difference because they're 26 hours behind. I'm going option number one. <laughs> of abolishing yeah. de- daylight oh, savings? Of letting people set their own times. Um, because I'm not going to mandate sundials and I'm also I'm not comfortable mandating and enforcing daylight savings. Like that, It seems unnecessary. If people are uncomfortable with it, they'll figure out a way around it themselves. The whole argument always seemed really silly to me. Like if your intention is to um, open up earlier to take advantage of the sunlight or the slightly cooler weather in the mornings, why are you changing the clocks at all? Just change your opening times. Yeah. You know, just when it comes to whatever date, say, okay, for the next six months, we're opening at eight o'clock instead of nine o'clock. It's done. And, it accomplishes and the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with number one because I'm not going to be ridiculous about this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I resent that. You should. Uh, there's a bright dawn ahead for Zane Australia. Incomes rising, economist says. Too many children missing breakfast, t- teachers say. Economic growth exceeds forecasts. International body praises Zane Australian development. Health up 2%. Wealth, weather, intelligence, scientific advancement, human development index, lifespan, economic output, Average income, average disposable income, all up between 0 and 1%. Uh, the big down is obesity at 0.4%. Wow. Down also is taxation, uh, agriculture, cheese exports, welfare, and tourism at between 0.01% and 0.08%. What was the obesity stat again? Down how many? Uh, down 0.46%. Obviously, and they health up two. That was health highest. up two. Yeah. Two. Yes. They obviously implemented my whole skip lunch theory. <laughs> yeah, so, clearly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, by doing saying don't worry about it at all, just figure it out, yeah. do whatever you want. We're, we're not abolishing lunch. You can eat lunch or not eat lunch. Yeah. See, we haven't banned lunch. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So, so bre- take an hour from lunch between twelve and one. Stick it on breakfast. Let people fill up on breakfast and then work it off during the day. Mm. World America is a strict brunch-based economy, so we kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah, my Does issue anyone else have an issue? Is called, oh no, I'm going to say it wrong because I'm not French. J'accuse. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's close enough. Cool. Well, I'm never saying that again. Your finance minister is facing allegations of sexual misconduct from multiple women. Everything from inappropriate comments to assault. Although he firmly denies the allegations, there have been calls from across the political spectrum for him to resign. He is the latest powerful figure implicated by the growing Me As Well movement, which encourages victims to speak out against their abusers. Someone's done this one. Who did this one? Me. I think it was you. 
Nikita. I did it. You I did it. It was me. Didn't Seb America have a have a scandal as well? I, I, no, I, I was accused of a scandal once personally. That's right. About cheating on my wife, which I'm now fun to learn that I had a wife in this narrative. This is exciting. <laughs> look at look at look at this and a brother and a whole extended family. Yeah. <laughs> An uncle that well, I've forgotten about my uncle. He's in prison somewhere. He deserves it. This is a witch hunt, complains your finance minister, who now sits alone during lunchtime. <laughs> This is all hearsay and political vendetta designed to take me down. Sure, I've had a little office flirtation and I may have told an inappropriate joke or two, but who hasn't? This me as well thing is getting ridiculous. Mere allegations have ruined so many careers. The government must stop these vindictive women spreading untested allegations publicly and punish their dishonesty when no conclusive proof is found. Oh no, I gave myself a tough issue. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I have four, one, two, three, four, four more Seb America options. is no stranger to rewriting history. Oh, that's going to be fun. And in fact, without the internet, there's never been a better time to write your own history. That's true. No one's going to know what I did. <laughs> um, I agree, old chap. We must instill some of the traditional values that we've lost as, our, lost as a nation. Opines Julius Dawson, an aging industrialist. Whatever happened to the good old days when your secretary would smile if you smacked her bottom, accepting it as the accolade that it is. These days, I can't even wink at my female employees without getting reported to human resources. Whatever happened to boys will be boys, eh? Mm. Mm. What's his suggestion? Just, just legalize sexual and- abuse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't agree with them. But I respect the fact that he's being so forward about it. You know what? Do you? I, I, <laughs> I remember when my drinks used to be brought to me. Let's let's bring back those days. Slavery. I remember, when, I remember when people used to work my fields for me, and I still got back. paid. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have to pay them. They just did it out of their <laughs> kindness of their hearts. No, I want the old days where yeah. other people work. And <laughs> so, brief recap. One is. If the, if the allegations are found to be false or can't be proven to punish the person making them and two is just legalize it. So we're off to a really strong start here. Well, I would have thought false accusations were already You would think that's a crime. Prosecuted, yeah. yeah. Well, slander. Yeah. Yeah. Although the way it's phrased, it doesn't, it says where no conclusive proof is found. So I mean like, oh, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's, that's the same as slander yeah. or libel. If... So if, if a publication makes a claim that they can't back up with some sort of evidence for why they've claimed that, then they are uh, liable for damages. Okay. Attitudes like that are exactly why women don't come forward, rebuffs Bianca Lacombe, the founder of the Me As Well movement. The finance minister is a misogynistic, sorry, misogynist animal and needs to resign immediately. It's morally reprehensible for you to have a sexual predator in your party, let alone your cabinet. In fact, there are probably more creeps lurking around the halls of parliament. If you're as moral as your party says you are, then you'll root out and remove every single abuser from their positions. And castrate them. I assume so. (laughs) That is the American way, apparently. How would you root them out? Would just go based off the accusations alone? It doesn't say, so... I guess it would be uh, an inquiry. It would be... A Spanish inquiry. Spanish inquisition. Almost. You almost got it on the first time. So close. Uh, I wasn't expecting (laughs) you to say that. (laughs) No, 
No, so you, you'd basically launch an investigation against your entire government to see if there has been any 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 bad behaviour and then dismiss them if there has been. Is that appropriate, though? It depends on how you do it. Well, there isn't a wave of accusations. And even then, each case should be dealt with individually. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm there, actually there for is. what she's saying. If there's an issue, I want to root it out. But it really, how we thing. do this This woman matters. is leading a movement. So there has been... Like the Me Too movement here, there's been what this a has a wave. parallel in the real world. Yeah, yeah. it's about Apple. Oh my! <laughs> so he's suggesting that this thing is going undiscovered, and so you need to put some effort into discovering it. Ugh! And there's two more options. Oh Ugh. no! Yeah, but even Not if choices, even if everybody, right? If every single member of parliament was uh, engaging in some sort of harassment of at least one person on their on their staff. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're all conspiring together. I don't think that just means qu- that they're all committing some it, some crime not not committing a crime together, but all of them are. It didn't say she didn't say that they were conspiring. She just says if there's one there might be more. No, 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 but but you would launch an inquiry if you were suspecting a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be you know, the fact that you have an inquiry is just uncovering them, which is the job that the police should be doing already. Yep. Yeah, but it could be a conspiracy to conceal. Now, that's a genuine conspiracy yeah. if, you, if you suspect that that's what's going on. Option four. Surely there's some middle ground here, asks your Minister of the of Compromises. <laughs> the Minister... <laughs> Sexual harassment Mondays and Tuesdays. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Minister should get his due process. Have him take a discreet leave of absence and let the allegations play out in the courtroom. Our official statement is that we are a nation of innocent until proven guilty. If he's guilty, you can boot him out. If he's innocent, we'll welcome him back with open arms, standing proudly beside him on the evening news to say, we knew he would be vindicated. What? No court, you say? Oh, no courts, you say? (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) So build some. A man has the right to stand face-to-face with his accuser in front of a judge, jury, and executor. Wait, that's a different plan. Just bring back courts and juries and let the man defend himself. See, that wasn't so hard. Do I dare flip, 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 flop back into my fourth kind of court? And what kind of, what kind of court would, you, would it be? Kangaroo. No, are you bringing back justice.exe without an internet? I Oh, interesting. It can't. So that would all that would all be court cases backed up on on floppy disks. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Trans, punch, transported punch cards, yeah, yeah. punch cards transported around by pigeon from from court to court for uh, for, for, for cross referencing. Yeah. So so far that option's winning. Just just, just to clarify, <laughs> no no no, not what you said, but the the, the court's option. Well, that's the consequence. Yeah. Option five, <coughs> and this is the final one. Even if he's found guilty, these baby steps won't actually solve anything, huffs one of the finance minister's accusers, Paris Rudd. That pea-brained pig is just a symptom of a very large societal problem. Do you know how many times I get catcalled just trying to live my daily life? It's not a compliment. We need to tackle things before they even start. We need to make sexual harassment training mandatory in every workplace. We also need to work in high schools teaching young world Americans to be aware that no one deserves to be abused ever. No. That's our answer. No. Oh, you're going to know. That is not the mandate of the government. The government is not, shouldn't be, in the business of telling people how to be nice. It's there to make sure they don't fuck each other when they don't want to be fucked. So you can, you can say that this is a crime and the process exists 
for you to be punished for this crime. But it's not up to you to go into every workplace and say, look, everyone, this is a crime. This is how you should act. And so a crime will not happen. See, I'm all about the school education part, hitting people when they're young, making it an issue that they're aware of and form an, help them form an opinion on something that they probably wouldn't be considering for another 15-odd years. Yeah, if it was just schools, that's fine. Make it part of sex education, that's fine. But that's not what they're saying. But they're er- including workplaces there. Yeah, and it work, most, most Aren't businesses... Aren't workplaces really just big schools? I agree. Um, most workplaces no. will have policies when it comes to sexual harassment anyway. And you might think that's their prerogative. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't care. I'll pay for it. I'll help. I'll gladly foot the bill to educate my populace <laughs> so they can make informed decisions. And, and I'm not happens- bringing back the courts. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs courts? Um, no, I've, once well, again, I'm disappointed I couldn't sway you away from telling your people how to behave. Yeah. I, I want my people to be free to do what they want to do, but I want them to be have the knowledge <laughs> but behind I want their them, choice. I want them to sit in this mandatory meeting once a dis- month discussing exactly how they shouldn't behave because I say so. But they have the choice to do what they're going to do, but if I can at least inform but them... But they don't the have the choice not to, to go actions. to the meeting. Yeah. That's a private issue now. <laughs> nope, that's a public issue. It sure is. You're doing it. World Americans submit requests. Requ- I can't speak to it. Requests for a date in writing with an enclosed RSVP card. <laughs> Popular sitcom to end. Demonstrations end in reasonable discussion. Comma, handshakes. Socialist welcome increased, increased public spending. Outdoor camping craze continues. So minor ups, guys. Tourism up 5%, public education up 3 scientific advancement up 2 inclusiveness and safety up 1%. That's all the, all the majors. Gosh, America's a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. What do you think went down the most? Um, Roses sales? No. To- tokens of affection? Retail? Yeah. Environment. Everything that went down is a good thing to go down. Okay. 19% gambling. 5% charmlessness, 4% for rudeness, black market down three, crime down two, and ignorance down one. This is a winning combination. I'm just surprised there was a 19% decrease to gambling. Once again, I think we've covered this. My gambling stats are very low, so anything that happens to them tends to be big. But see, my, I just didn't think- my, my uh, cheese export stats are very high. And so they, I don't know why, but they're featured in every single decision <laughs> I make, either up or down. Well, this so is obviously your gambling is important to said America. It's just very low. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but when we started it off, my gambling was on 3,500 and now it's on 350. So it's gone majorly down Like every time I do something. I, I mean, obviously we see the occasional little uptake for like, I'll do one thing and it goes up 10,000%, but then I do one more thing and it's lower than it ever was. Yeah. So I don't know why that was even a factor into this, but I guess 
we got rid of all that Don Draper characters who were spending <laughs> big and sexually harassing people. So or, you're welcome. Or you've just forced them into hiding. Fine, hide. Because you, they should be ashamed of what they're doing, and they should hide it from me because I'm judging them. No, now they, now, now they're, they're terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Automobiles seem to be the hot button issue at the moment. Automobiles. Two weeks ago, I declined to refused rather to stop an opera house from being preserved. Yeah, because there's too many triangles. <laughs> because the owners wanted to sell it to a developer who wanted to turn it into a car park which is what ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Last week, we introduced a congestion charge into inner cities uh, to help stave off the, uh, uh, the heavy congestion in, in cities. And for the moment, it seems to be working. For in, now. <laughs> in recent weeks, there have been a growing concern, there have been growing concerns over the quality of automobiles made in Andropolia. Representatives from all sides have gathered in your office and are asking you to make a decision. This is ridiculous, cries Mona Bowie, chairperson of the Association of Scorned Shoppers, while frantically waving a stack of papers. Some of these stories are just obscene. We've got water pumps seizing at 12,000 kilometres, airbags not deploying in accidents, and this one guy's gas tank just fell off. I can't make this stuff up. Our auto industry has gotten lazy and corrupt, and it is in desperate need of stronger regulation. Oh, Miss Bowie... I mean, uh, who's buying the cars? <laughs> that is exactly right. I mean, if you, whatever you make, right? I have this argument with my wife frequently about a buyer beware system. Ah, I'm very much in favour of it. <laughs> She's like, very much. The cars you make are subpar. <laughs> my cars are much better. Please agree with me. <laughs> and it would seem like that's a perfectly marketable situation. Yeah. That if you make a cheap, ridiculously unsafe car and that's what's in demand, yeah. then you're going to stay in business. If people don't want that, they're not going to support you. Correct. Like when I, I recently bought an external hard drive. So you do research because some of them just have a habit <laughs> of exploding in fire. Just a warning to all of you listening. <laughs> None of mine did, but uh, my mother's did. Oh, dear. Yeah, so uh, there's a certain brand that I won't call out, uh, but definitely do your research when ordering a, an external hard drive. Can you give some cryptic clue as to what brand it is? That way you're not... There are two letters in its name. One ah. from the last end of the uh, alphabet. The one two the letters, start. I already worked it out. Okay, well, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm, I'm like the Sherlock Holmes of this exact puzzle. Very good. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Uh, So is it it any surprise that I'm not in favour of number one at all? Stronger regulation? That's completely a market I would never expect you to do that. No. And insurance companies will be right behind that in driving them because an insurance company is not going to insure your, your crap box car that's going to fall apart to drive on the road. You are not going to be able to insure it because it's definitely going to damage itself and and other cars. So that's going to be another cost where you assume all the liability. Yeah. You can't roll it off onto your insurance company. You can't make a deal with anybody. Singapore does a similar thing, but not through insurance, just to the public system with not allowing cars. I think it's older than 10 years on the road. Yeah, they have really strict regulations concerning the age of cars and... The quality but they also have very strict like, uh, regulations on who can drive a car and what you need to do to be able to drive a I'll car. Oh, look it up. When you can drive a car. Their registration fees are also quite high. Yep. I'll, I'll pull them up as a reference because they're ridiculous. But yeah. Number two. 
I've never heard such nonsense, scoffs of Vandal Harkness, an executive representing the largest automaker in Andropolia. Our cars are perfectly fine. These allegations are completely baseless. Thing is, these proposed regulations are going to make us uncompetitive. Is this what you want? Foreign cars clogging our streets while our factories close down? Get rid of some of the regulations we have now so we can do our jobs. While you're at it, a government subsidy would safeguard domestic auto manufacturing. Oof. Mr. Harkness. He was good. Had, he was yeah. so close. <laughs> he, was, he was right on the Swing button. Swing and a miss. And then whoa, right like, out of the park across the foul line. Would you like some Singapore facts? Please. It gives me an example using a quite a common car, using a Toyota Corolla. Um, the average cost of a Toyota Corolla would be, and this is in US dollars, um, $104,000. So let's, let's, in Australian dollars, a Corolla might set you back 25 for like a new high-end version of that, mm-hmm. which when you put into US dollars, we're talking like what, 21, 22, Ish, thereabouts? Yeah, sure. So about four times, the, well, over four times the price just for the car. Um, insurance for that car is also about 1,500 US dollars for the year. That's, I mean, reference to us as well. Like my car insurance cost me about 600 of the year. Yep. And my car's newish. And between road, uh, road tax, um, you'd be looking at about $900, which is, I guess, their form of registration, which actually isn't that high. It's the fact that the car is so high because they think they pump up the actual price of the yeah. vehicle. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a value-added tax. Yeah, yeah, that's why they mandate that it's recent vehicles, so you have to keep buying cars. So expensive, and that wasn't even a good car. I mean, it's not a bad <laughs> car, but like, it's nothing like fancy. Well, is it any wonder when it's so expensive that most people then just opt to go towards the the very high end, uh, Mercedes and the like? What's interesting is I've been in a lot of taxis there, and the taxis aren't new either. So I do wonder if there's like a little sub law there where the taxis can be quite like, oh old yeah, they probably the have vehicles. their own lobby. Yeah, that um, takes care of that. Good old Singapore. <laughs> so. Uh, I was with him. I was with him with uh, deregulating everything and just letting it find its own find its own level. But the subsidies are a big no no. I mean, you could just go one step further and just uh, you know make the uh, car industry or the auto industry public. Well, it is. Oh, oh in, in assume all the make it all government. No, see, yeah. then you remove all the all the competition. You remove the incentives to only do only from your country. <laughs> you, you have all the other countries to compete with. No, governments. With aren't, cars instead of bombs. Governments aren't very good <laughs> at being innovative and doing stuff. How dare you? All they do is shuffle papers. Australia will get back to you with its response. <laughs> Number three. What is this? Subsidies? Deregulation? Lies, all of it, shouts prominent communist Billy Bob O'Hara. Hmm. Uh-huh. Sporting a practical yet stylish red beret. These companies, they're always willing to sell their ethics for a quick ample. Aren't they, though? They always cut corners for a little profit. I like the sound of this guy. And look where it's gotten us. You want to make good cars? Cars people can be proud of? Have the people take control of the offending car companies. Yeah, like Homer Simpson. If we remove the profit motive, (laughs) Andropolia can finally produce quality vehicles without wasteful bourgeois stuff like chrome wheels, air conditioning and reclining seats. Finally. When was the last time you even used an air conditioner in your car, right? I don't have a car. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Literally every day. <laughs> but it's winter. Every day. Listen, listen. If you want to start a car company, oh, start I a do. car company. Yeah, if you think you can do it better, if you think people want safe cars that Just aren't going to have the gas tank fall off. Seed money. 
No. <laughs> no. Just replace the body no. with marshmallows no. so nobody has a bad accident. But when it rains, oh no. If you think you have found a gap in the market, put your money where your mouth is and take on that market. I don't have it's any It's as simple money. as that. Can I put someone else's money? Marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> marshmallows and this old Tirana. And you want to run a car company. I am running a car company. (laughs) I'm running the Australian car company. With marshmallow cars, right? No. That's ridiculous. Why not make cars out of stuff that's a bit softer? Ants. Why don't all cars come with a bumper car style rubber band (laughs) around them? I was actually rear-ended a few years ago by a Jeep. We pulled over to check out my car. It was fine because they have that big rubber bit. And we looked at it and we're like, oh. It, you, it's not even like a, me just being nice about it. Like yeah. it literally doesn't look like you just hit my car. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> if all cars are like that, ooh, wouldn't insurance be good? Yeah, yeah. And that could Same. be that could be an addition that the market very well desires. Yeah, bumper cars. Yeah, or marshmallow get, get cars. Get on it, said America for the right price. World America has been doing it for years. Well, I have one option left, and so far it's three strikes. So let's see if this one's any good. A wheelchair-bound man wearing a bicycle helmet on his... (laughs) (laughs) Ban all cars! Um, Do it! Bicycle helmet on his head. The good old days of Andropolia. Plastic plastic cast on his legs and an irate expression on his face rolls himself into your office. Hey, I've got something to say, he growls, or he growls, and he deliberately (laughs) bumps into your desk. You and your government have been playing nice with the car companies for far too long. And a lot of us cyclists are sick of it. I might have an axe to grind, but Andropolia and our environment will be better off if you just banned cars entirely. Who cares if people complain? They'll adjust. I mean, you have just invested in public transport. <laughs> I mean, you have. You have done that. I have. That's and that, true. that's the only one that, like, doesn't... No. Okay, well, who are you giving money to then? Number two. It unfortunately that is that is the situation I'm in. So you're removing regulations and paying the car companies. All right. Either either I have to choose between stronger regulation. Okay. Right. Let, in, let's, uh, in terms let's, of safety, the, the let's complaint say in this situation, regulation is you saying how you want the cars to be. So or at least poor quality. Yeah, giving giving some minimum standards yeah. of safety and addressing. These, these certain issues. So right? that, that is the government saying, I'm going to give you some money so that you can make a better product. No, no, that's without, that's the, without subsidy. Oh, is it? The first option is just to, just to enforce stronger regulations. Okay. So this, the second one then is, to is I'm going to give you some money so you can make worse cars or cars with less safety features. Yeah. And that's very much cronyism. I'm all in favour mm. of deregulation, mm. but not with a subsidy. I mean, Absolutely in this situation, you, I, I really feel you should have to go for number three because you're just giving money to people then. For like, no. you're, you're both giving them a political favour and paying them for the benefit of giving them a political favour. I don't have any statistics on what... <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> on what the... Uh, the current state of automobiles is costing the government. So True. if there is if there is some liability in terms of healthcare that that uh, the government is currently having, enforcing stronger regulations may cut down on that bill. 
Um, and that would be worth subsidising in that case. If it was simply shifting money from one end to the other and stopping people from getting hurt, then mm. the budget's no, no worse off, but everybody else is better off. Well, you so, have invested a little bit in healthcare in the previous That's true, that's true. Few. So the, the argument for stronger regulation is the most compelling of them. Mm. Makes makes the most sense and probably will be the least. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The least um, damaging, damaging, changing of the status quo. Yes, right? will have the least influence in, into that. Can I devil's advocate? Please ban cars. And here's why, buddy. Yeah, I ban the internet. Be a hero. Join me in the cool clats club. The cool clats club. I can't speak tonight. I don't know what's wrong with my mouth. Are you communicating with me via landline or no, a, a letter? I, I don't know. It's my, You're on old CB <laughs> radio. My tongue must be stuck on the um, impetricurial system. <laughs> um, yeah, just do it. Make a bold move. Be the change you want to see in the world. I read that on a poster once. This could be your poster. No. no well, no. I tried. I did everything in my power to influence them. The posters in Australia, in Australia, <laughs> in, Andri- in Andropolia, are going to be in favour of the... They are all the cats saying, hang in there because the government ain't going to help you. In the new car regulations. New safety regulations require all cars manufactured in Entropolia to be bomb-proof. I think that's ideal. It, when everybody has a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and a lot of people I- in Entropolia <laughs> do. It's a thriving business. Do you guys remember that, that, bomb-proof, that fake VW bomb-proof car ad? About like, so some guys for an advertising company... Was that something company, that Top Gear did? Oh... Maybe they played it, but it wasn't okay. theirs. Some guys from an ad company did up a thing where there was a terrorist in a car, drove a little VW in. I think it was a VW anyway, and detonated the his suicide uh, vest and, and the car. Happened. Nothing, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, it wasn't actually official. But people thought VW made this ad and was super offensive. And like, this is not <laughs> us. And then some other company was like, mm, and they hired those guys because it's very funny. That's what you have it's, now. It's a very good ad. Yeah, yeah exactly right. The Interpoli Sentinel reports: National parks proving popular. Parks infested with joggers, dog walkers, complain. Chamber of Commerce applauds government initiative. Well, okay. Chamber of Commerce applauds. Yeah, I've got somebody's in favour of it at least. And social groups welcome rising income equality. So income equality through all this, funnily enough, is up 8.5%. Well, can I tell you my suggestions why that would be? Because the people buying the lower end cars would have been on the lower end of the income spectrum and... The, the more likely the car is to be involved in an accident, the more likely they are going to be to have to pay medical costs. Yeah, so, but now the cars are more expensive. Yes, and so they're either on public transport out of safety uh, and out of dangerous way or they're in more expensive cars which are also out of Well, see, this is where, danger. <clears throat> this is where I have to point of order you. Don't you point of order me. I will point of any order. If it was, if it's, if they're better off now by either paying more for a safer car mm. and paying less in medical insurance or or medical bills, as, yes. as the case may yep. be, or they have now have the incentive to take public transport, why were they not doing that previously? They would only have been driving an unsafe car if they felt they were better off yeah. in that system. Because they didn't know any better, and the government had to give them a nice, nice no, 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 no. That's I, what no, you I did. Just, I'm sorry, Andropolia. That is what this I did. What you did. That is what you I did. You got to, you got to accept what you've done. I'm gonna have to live with that shame for the rest <laughs> of my life. No amount of hot showers is going to wash away that guilt. <laughs> but at least they are safer. Five percent up. 
Uh, authoritarianism up 2%. That's no surprise. Classic Hitler move right there. Lifespan mm-hmm. up one and a half. Hooray! We're at 55. Oh, just shy of 55. May as well call it 55. Yeah. May as well call it 55. A few days off. <laughs> it's just an average, guys. And Most the- people die much younger. <laughs> And the economy and uh, the human development index both up one percent. As far as the downtrends are concerned, uh, obesity is down two percent, presumably because people are driving yeah. less if they can't afford the cars now. Ideological radicality down three percent. Manufacturing down five and a half. Corruption down seven and a half. Surprisingly, wealth gaps down eight, and automobile manufacturing down one hundred percent. You deserved it by implementing. Harsher regulations. <laughs> Auto manufacturers said, it. thank you very much. We are no longer in business in Andropolia. Now you just get all those safe imports. So I've effectively banned new cars from being produced without saying you can't produce a new car. But also saving your populace. Apparently they applaud it. Apparently they like it. And well, also they're not dying, yeah, yeah, that's a very good thing. They get, they get to live longer to spend more money elsewhere rather than buying what was obviously a corrupt system. Look, I could, I could immediately increase everybody's safety by dictating to them that they are no longer to leave their houses ever. That might be a good option considering the crime rates outside the houses. Automobile accidents, right? Um, uh, slipping on on wet wet surfaces. Oh, slipping uh, the, the lack of wet floor in, signs in your in nation shops. is obscene. By yeah, the way, they would all disappear, and everybody would, on paper, be much better off, right? Because they wouldn't be having all these terrible accidents. Can I point out okay, what kind of a life is that? I actively give my populace free reign to do anything they want. And I'll be honest, our lifespan isn't huge. I but would it's like make sixty five, which is ten years more than you. And the only difference is public health care. My people are just as stupid and just as free to shoot each other. They just have government support to keep them alive. No, also guns are banned. Guns aren't banned, are they? I don't know. I thought they didn't ban And guns. they have taxes that are eight times as high as they are in Andropolia. Yeah, but they don't need a they don't need expendable income because I feed them. Yeah, everything can, is free. They can spend they can spend their money on anything they like as long as you give the government its forty percent cut yeah. up front. Daddy wants his forty percent. And then you can have the other 60% for yeah, drugs. Yeah, so 40 cents on the dollar. You live they, in my house, you live by my rules. And my rules are, no. there are no rules, except for no. pay your taxes. Also, help me God. I'm I'll sorry. I'll execute you. Andropolia is not going down that road. Freedom, Yet. freedom means freedom. And oh. all the crap that comes with it, all the bad decisions and all the things that you don't want that come with it. Because freedom comes at a price. Yeah, 40% and tax that, rates. And that price is chaos. 40 why not 90? I agree. I would tax my people up to 70% without feeling bad because I give them everything. Every, every cent they get to keep is it is just... You were so shocked. So shocked and scandalized when you realized that Zane Australia was a socialist nation. But what you're saying right now <laughs> is just socialism. Is it though? Yes. Because my, my category says it's democracy. I was a joke. Capitalist? I don't know. Kidna farming. Um, yeah, it's fine. I would tax them as much as I can because every cent that they get to keep, in their case, is just expendable income because everything else is government given. Only because it's been taken away from them first. Yes, of course it has been. Have you seen my people? They're morons. My people are quite intelligent. My people don't need to be smart because they're kept on life support by me at all times. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's only because you removed their lungs. Yes, because they were doing silly things like inhaling paint, yeah. which they can still do. <laughs> but I'll be damned if they die from doing it. All right, well, this has been a long episode. <laughs> it's been uh, heated. So let's uh, let's say uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And uh, you can find us at our home on the web. That's not Canada.com forward slash a new world order. Uh, we also have a Patreon where after we get back into the swing of things, after the fifth mid-season bonus episode, you'll uh, we'll be putting one in five episodes up there just for our patrons. So thank you to all of them already. And if you want to join them, it costs as little as one American dollar a month. And that's it. Okay, I've been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly socialist future. I have been, insert title here, Sebastian of the United States of World America. Fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, saying to you all, carte blanche, sans automobile. Till next time, gentlemen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.